This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Right, it's Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer. I got my big water jug here. I'll tell you about that later too. While I'm carrying a huge water jug, I'm trying to get this shared. Thanks for joining us for another Law Talk. Now we weren't, we were uh, not live last week because we were. Uh, I was at a martial arts thing, but we're back live today. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff to all our content across social media platforms. Uh, we are also on TikTok. I like to tell people how that's where Josh does all the dancing and everything. Uh, Josh's favorite is dancing. And then also I want to remind you the Covington Comic Con is returning to Covington August 20th and 21st at the Covington Civic Center. We are still taking vendor applications. Um, We may even do some tickets online this time. We're not sure yet. If you would like Budget Batman to come to your business uh, to promote your association with the con, just let us know and we'll be glad to get that set up and we do a little ad for you. Um, Michelle Allen, our longtime sponsor with Cry Like Realtor. If you need uh, any help with uh, buying, selling, renting real estate, Michelle is your go-to. Be glad to help you. And I've had a lot of viewers that have apparently reached out to her, and uh, she's helped them out, so thanks. And, of course, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts. That's what I was doing last week was kicking and getting kicked by folks. We've been open since 93. Um, you're welcome to come and you know start your own kicking lawyer journey there. And then tonight I'll be at the cellar doing trivia. That starts at 630 we do it every Tuesday night. The cellar's a 1923-themed restaurant prohibition bar in uh, Covington. Uh, Monday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have a um, uh, happy hour from 4 to 6. Tuesdays is trivia. Um, tomorrow we're trying something. I don't know if it's going to work or not. we got Wiener Wednesdays tomorrow night. <laughs> I guess I will see how that goes. And then Terry Bell is performing Friday night. And, of course, uh, Josh is excited to help you guys. Masonite Digital Marketing. He's been doing a lot of business on that. So if you want help with your social media presence, your brand, all that kind of stuff, he'll help you yeah, out. Business is booming. That's good. And joining me today is a friend and very, very talented individual, Mr. Lynn Jones. How are you, Lynn? I'm doing great, Jerry. Good to see you. It's good to see you. <laughs> For those of you that don't know Lynn, if you're in this area and even other areas now and you see any kind of sign, Lynn probably hand-painted that sign. Almost all of them in the area, he's the go-to guy for graphics and stuff. And he, the majority of it, he freehands, which we'll get into talking about. And then another thing that you may not know about Lynn that we're gonna, I'm going to talk to him about is he's also a super talented, I don't know if you call it harmonicaist or, or whatever, but musician on the harmonica. He's very talented. And I think he plays other instruments too. Uh, you, you can, you, you're one of them that can dual guitar and harmonica. I figure it's always best to be mediocre to as many things as possible. <laughs> well, I, I would disagree with you. I don't think you're mediocre. I think you're very talented. Uh, I sing your praises all the time, and uh, I want to get you in the cellar performing, too. We're trying to do music every Friday. That'd be great. So it'd be great to get yeah. you in there one of the, the... But anyway, how you doing, Lynn? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. 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 I just uh, got back from been in Arkansas for a few, couple of weeks. Vacation? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember a hailstorm that went through Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Well, it went right through our house here. On oh, the no. And uh, we got a new roof. And they're painting it even now, and uh, it, we're just go, going around and around with the, with the insurance guys. And that's, that fun, you know? yeah, that's fun, you know. That's fun. Well, great. their job is to pay as little as possible, so. And ours is to get as much as possible <laughs> yeah. out of them, so it's you know. 
Yeah. You're familiar with that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Concept, I'm sure. So my first encounter with you really was with the sign stuff because yeah. we, we kind of kept you in business there for a little bit. Oh, with yeah, the, it was great. The rotating uh, attorneys. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I guess what was your – you're an artistic person. We've discussed this before that uh, you're, very, you're just very talented artistically, whether it's music or art or whatever it is. But back, let's back it up from like the beginning of when there was a little Lynn Jones. What was kind of the catalyst or the focus? Was it was it art? Was it music? Where did you find you had it's an probably, aptitude for that it stuff? It was probably music. I played music in, uh, back when I was in junior high school. You know, there were th- two or three bands that played, and we actually played gigs and dances and uh, got paid for it you know, yeah. back in those days. So instead of the DJ, you hired whoever the local musicians were? Yeah, yeah they, they didn't do that then. They had live bands, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, I was, played music from that point on. And uh, and uh, just kept doing it all the way back out of high school. Uh, you play and sing? Yeah. I was trying to think. I can't yeah. remember if I could heard you sing. I've heard you play several instruments. If you were around, you were probably just a kid, though. But Well, uh, not then. But, <laughs> no, in 80, about 85 or 86, I had a single out called Germantown Blues, which was, uh, it was one of the, it actually got airplay on all three Areas, oh, that's awesome! You know, and it was uh, it was in rotation, and uh, was number two or number three for about three weeks there. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so it and it was a fluke. It was a novelty song, you know. But at one hundred three, one hundred, the country station, they all were playing. Was it a blues steady. song? Uh, yeah. So is that kind of what your genre is? You like like bluesy? I've played a played Beale Street for years. So, it, but actually, no, it's uh, country, and uh, and I play in a couple of bluegrass bands, mm-hmm. harmonica. Yeah. Is harmonica your preference of instruments? That's my main instrument. Uh-huh. You know, I can always fall back on that and get by, you know. <laughs> when did you, when'd you pick the harmonica up? Oh, gosh. Uh, when I was a little kid. My grandfather it, played. I was going to say, did you have lessons, or did you just pick it up? No, my grandfather played, and, and I just picked it up. And they were small and easy to carry, and you know. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and how old were you then? Uh, oh gosh, that was uh, ten years old. Was that the first instrument that you sort of took an aptitude? No, actually, for? guitar. You know. Really? Yeah. Then I heard Jimi Hendrix, and I said, "Well, I'm not. I might as well go to something else." <laughs> 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 no. Interesting. And at the time, no, there wasn't hardly anybody playing harmonica much. So, uh-huh. I, but uh. But it worked out pretty well because I got to, you know, made a living at it for many years. Yeah. Uh, well, so tell me a little bit about the harmonicas because one thing that's interesting, interesting to me, because I'm really not a musician, but I'm always interviewing them and interested in them. I guess it's one of those where if you can't do, you uh, interview. I don't know. <laughs> in any way. Is that what they say? Is that the same? I guess that's the same. Okay. But every time I've seen you, you have like a, an actual box or pa- packet of harmonicas. Yeah, and is there a reason, or the different sounds with the different harmonicas? Or? It's a tackle box. My tackle box uh-huh. is every few. Well, years. show us. Let's see. Let's yeah, see what you got. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. We're visual. Yeah, it's uh, it's on the camera yeah. here. Yeah, it looks like you're going fishing. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And they get a little bigger every year. Every few years, I'd get a bigger tackle box. This is about as big as it's going to get. But uh, it's one. You get a, a harmon- ten-hole diatonic harmonica in each key. Mm-hmm. So if you're playing in a certain key, you get that harmonica. Mm-hmm. So really, all you gotta do is learn ten holes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Inhale, say Huey. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you, I've seen you play the guitar and the harmonica. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, I've done that since '71. Well, that's like a superpower, isn't it? Uh, no, not really. It was. I did get a. Uh, 
I, I played Orange Blossom Special on a guitar and uh, auditioning for uh, Opryland one time. Okay. And I got the gig, but then I found out what it paid. So then <laughs> you decided, nah, I no, said, no, nah, I think I'll go for work. I went to work for a TV station instead. Yeah, but do you not <laughs> think that's super unique that you can do that? Uh, no, not really. You know, I mean, Bob Dylan did it long before yeah, I did. Yeah, Bob Dylan. <laughs> It's, I mean, uh, to me, that kind of, that, it's like I saw a guy. Um, what do you mean? It's one of these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, but I'm coordinated. Like, I do martial arts, right? Well, yeah, I'm I figured you could do that kind of no, thing. No, no, no. No, I can't. So, but it's very impressive to me, people that can do that. Because it's not just this physical coordination. You're having to process, you know, am I playing the guitar, the right rhythm and everything? And then the same thing with a completely separate instrument. It just blows my mind that people can do that. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just from having done it for so long. It's mm-hmm. just kind of second nature, you know. But uh, it's a, it came easy for me. So the art, when did you pick that up or decide that that was an option? I just thought that it'd be kind of cool to get into the sign business. Mm-hmm. And uh, and at the time, sign business was was a craft. Yeah. You know, you used brushes and you painted, and this was seventies. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I thought, well, that'd be a cool thing to do. So I went to work for a guy who did all the Coca-Cola work around Memphis. Uh-huh. And there was every corner had a Coke logo on the wall. I mean, you probably remember it as a kid, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, so we just went around like kamikazes and did knocked out these uh, privilege panels on Coca-Cola walls and uh, little sundry stores all over Memphis. And uh, if they would, they would, you could paint their sign for them. And uh, if they would buy a Coke box from you from the Coke company. Yeah. Pigeon owned the Coke company. It was individually owned at the time. And um, so I did that for a number of years, learning how to, you know, learning how to lay out signs right there on the spot. Then after that, I went to work for uh, Malone and Hyde, who had, um, who were just starting to uh, build the uh, AutoZone stores. Mm-hmm. And those were all hand-painted inside and out. And I did about 30 of those with a, with a partner of mine. We traveled all over the country and did that for two or three years. Well, so I get that it's outlined, but a lot of what you do is freehand stuff. There's some laying out like that, but a lot of it's uh, a lot of it's projected artwork uh-huh. or something else, you know. Yeah, but you still got to have some skill at it. Yeah. So as a kid, did you draw, or was yeah. it an so you sort of have a natural knack for yeah, that? I, that I enjoy doing it. Do you do paintings kid. or anything like recreationally? Not really. My wife is more like along those lines mm-hmm. than I am, but. Um, uh, yeah, I tried. I dabble in art, you know, in oils and stuff like that. But uh, she's really good at uh, watercolors. Uh-huh. So I'm her framing guy. So I do the framing and the, <laughs> the grunt work. You yeah, know, while yeah. She does a creative part. Well, I think I told you this before, Lynn, and and I I'm glad to hear that in the '80s you had the success with the the album. But like I've said this multiple times on here, that this area has a wealth of people that are super talented, and then I think underappreciated a lot. Because, you know, you'll go, and you're also humble. You know, you and Terry Bell are very, both very talented as an example. And both, you know, like, I think they're hidden gems, so to speak. <laughs> you know, and I wonder if when you were younger, if you were like me, loud and obnoxious and over the top about how great you are, or if you, <laughs> the way you're humble and mellow now is because this is how you've always been, or is it just how you grew into? Or No, you got to be lighter. Come on, Brian, you can come on in. <laughs> no, i got to go. Okay. <laughs> No, what was the question? He threw me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, I'm just talking about how, like, I'm really unabashed about 
if I'm the best at something, right? Yeah. Because to me, it's not bragging if it's true. Right. <laughs> you know, okay. but at the same time, I'm always slightly frustrated, I guess, when people, who is this singing? Is that Austin? We got feedback coming from somewhere. It's a ghost. Yeah. Anyway, it's slightly frustrating to me when I have when I meet people like you or Terry that are very talented and aren't as forward with it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not thrusting it on folks. Like because if I was as good as you are at harmonica, everybody would know. I'd be telling everybody. <laughs> well, a lot of people. I had a lot of confidence in my heart playing, mm-hmm. and I was um, and I won some awards playing and played on a lot of albums and. Know, recordings and stuff. Yeah, but so, when you were doing that, it sounds like it was more like the '80s. Were you more out there with it, like look at yeah. look at me type thing? Well, so thing you've mellowed it. more now. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Not really. You got to uh-huh. you just got to be out there. Yeah. For them to know you're out there. Yeah. So when I started raising kids late in life, uh, I kind of got out of it some. So I wasn't hitting the bricks and everybody see me and think was that kind of the holdup? You think on it going to a next level, maybe career wise. Uh, I don't know. You changed gears with it? Yeah, I changed gears with it and went into, uh, found other things that I wanted to do. I mean, I worked in television for a while, television production in Nashville and Little Rock. Okay, I didn't also. know that. I worked for the news department at Channel 5 in Nashville. Did they have as amazing studios as we have? Uh, it, wasn't this, it wasn't this stunning. <laughs> oh, really? But, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, but I did work uh, worked with Oprah and Winfrey in, really? in the 70s. Yeah. Did you meet her? Yeah, well, how, we worked together for a year. How was that? Uh, she was a sweetheart. Really? You know? I've always heard good she, things about her in real life. She was, on, she was 23 and I was 24, so we were kids. But she was anchor already at, mm-hmm. at, at Channel 5. and uh, So I worked there, and then I worked at Channel 4 in Little Rock. Prior to that, she was in Memphis at Channel Five. No, Channel Five in Nashville, WTVF. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that she. I thought she was from Chicago for she's some from, reason. No, she's from Nashville. I think her father was lived in Nashville, hmm. and uh, then she moved to Chicago out when she got through at that station. Mm-hmm. You know, which was like the year afterwards, I guess. Yeah. But, anyway, so I did that for a while, and back and forth, but I ended up playing a lot. Yeah. You know, and I still play with the. Some uh, Larry Raspberry and the High Steppers, the rock and roll band, and uh, I've seen you step in with a lot of folks, like blues, just blues, bluegrass bands. Anybody, and you're one of those that's talented. Do you play by ear? Yeah, you do. Yeah, pretty much. Do you read music? Uh, slightly, just enough to get in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of how Austin is. You people just—it's so interesting to me because I don't—I I don't read music. I—I I, I can tell when someone's off, so I can hear the. The, the the whatever I can hear the notes, yeah, yeah. but like when I the, the 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 instrument I have doesn't work, you know I go to sing and it doesn't I can tell it doesn't well, like I can got hear plenty it. of other instruments. Yeah, yeah. Well, that. everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so well, let's do this. Would you mind playing something? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's up to you. Whatever you want to play. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll do a double up. Play a little bit of both. Oh, okay. It's going to be an awe. So while you're doing that, I'll tell everybody why I got a jug of water. Yeah, so well, um, I, I, am, of water. Uh, I am doing the Rocky Horror <laughs> Show again at the, at the uh, Ruffin Theater. Uh, it goes in October, and I will be Rocky, which means I'm basically naked in a gold, uh, well, I'm not completely naked, I'm in a gold <laughs> trunks or whatever, but I have to get into shape, and I need to lose like 15 pounds. So Jason Glass, my friend at Total Fitness, has got me on a meal plan, and I have to drink a gallon and a half of water every day, so... I'll probably have to pee during the podcast. 
But that's why I got this jug. <laughs> what, to pee in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just mix it up. Okay. We'll save on the water. Oh, uh, let's see. Six hours later. Okay. Nah, we we go. good. song <laughs> yeah that that sounded like a train yeah can you play a train song you get that all the time is that uh <laughs> is that what people would say is oh, yeah yeah that's orange blossom special it's a yeah i was gonna ask standard. if it's something you just come up with or if it's because no, i hadn't heard it it's an old standard considered a country song bluegrass bluegrass song, yeah. okay 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 yeah what else you got oh here's one that uh Doc can't help me, right? This for um, well, self-explanatory. If you're too skinny or you're too fat, if your butt's too big or your chest is too flat, if you're afraid to fly or you're allergic to cats, well, there's a pill for that. They got a pill for that. If you're 
sliding down that slippery slope and you're feeling like you just can't cope and you want to end it all with a chair and a rope well there's a pill for that they got a pill for that doc you gotta help me now i need an easy way out write me up some kind of script i need an instant payout i don't want to exercise i don't want to diet tell me that it's right for me come on let me try it come on let me try it now That's good. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I didn't realize you you sang well. I mean, you sang very well. I, every time I've been so shocked by you, it's always the harmonica or the harmonica guitar thing. But you sound good too on the singing. Appreciate it. What do you consider that though? Is that like a folk? Uh, uh, I don't know. Bluegrassy, funny. I just made up that one. Yeah, it's just you just another, made it up off the another cuff, yeah. another novelty song. Okay. Even the ones that don't. Well, what about the Germantown blues one? All right. I don't know that I've heard it. The blues is relative. Okay. Woke up this morning. It was early, about 10 o'clock. Checked in my Chippendale wardrobe. And the maid forgot to fold my socks. Jumped in my jacuzzi. And the water was cold. Look down at my Rolex watch, and that sucker was running slow. I got the blues. Well, I got the blues from my Apollo hair to my Gucci shoes. Got them big bad mean. Germantown Blues. Pay alimony and child support. Half my time on the golf course, the other half in court. My yard man, he quit me last week. My Mercedes is running hot. My polo pony went lame, and my investment had to be shot. I got the blues. Well, I got the blues. From my Porsche Carrera sunglasses my endangered species shoes. I got a big bad mean upper echelon bond daddy type Germantown blues. Went down to the racket club sitting in the tanning machine forgot to take my hairpiece off and it turned that sucker green at the charity horse show daughter she didn't win the cup 
had to buy my son a new Corvette because he tore his Trans Am up. I got the blues. my Gucci shoes got in my big bad mean German town blues that's funny I realize now why it's relative the blues is relative yeah the blues is relative <laughs> uh, so who's who inspirations for you musically oh gosh I don't know uh, it's I was a big fan of uh, John Sebastian and uh, John Hartford. These are kind of uh, singer-songwriter, bluegrass country people. And, uh, and I play, probably play country more than anything else. Even I've spent four or five years on Beale Street playing mm -hmm. blues with a partner of mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did a lot of straight blues then. But, uh, but uh, I think my heart's still kind of back in the country area. Mm -hmm. uh, Stuff. Well, you have a good the raspy blues voice when you need it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have I used to sound like Barry Como. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's a good uh, what would be like your favorite country song to play then? Oh, I don't know. Um, nobody's ever asked me that. Chug band kind of thing. I get a uh, hangover. Terry Bell said, Ask you to play Friday with me, but you do it after whatever you're doing. <laughs> and then somebody said, Play some Skinner. <laughs> Getting all kind of positive no. comments, by the way. Yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> I get the blues when my baby left me by the San Francisco Bay. Ocean liner took us so far away Didn't mean to treat us so bad She's the best girl I ever had Said goodbye, made me cry Gonna lay right down and die Well, I ain't got nickel, ain't got a lousy dime If she don't come back, I think I'm gonna lose my mind If she ever comes back to stay Gonna spend another brand new day Walking with my baby down by the San Francisco Bay Gotta get just these things. Mm -hmm. Back porch, wonder which way to go. 
woman I'm so crazy about She don't love me no more Think I catch me a freight train Well I'm feeling blue Gonna ride it down to the end of that line Just thinking about you Well I ain't got a nickel Ain't got a lousy dime If she don't come back I think I'm gonna lose my mind If she ever comes back to stay Gonna spend another brand new day Walking with my baby down by the San Francisco Bay Walking with my baby down by the San Francisco Bay Walking with my baby down by the San Francisco Bay Time, a little I, feel, time. I feel special. I didn't mean to get a Lynn Jones private concert, but I like it. <laughs> People seem to like it, too. We got a lot of positive comments on your stuff. Oh, Terry cool. said, ask him to play Friday with me. I don't know that one, Terry. Oh, come on now, <laughs> Terry Bell. Why are you going to ask one he do not love? <clears throat> and then we got to play some Skinner and stuff. And then a lot of people are commenting on how good you are at the, the harmonica. So. Very kind. I yeah. appreciate that, folks. Yeah, well, that's one. I, 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 did the original guy that did that one play both the harmonica and the guitar at the same time? Or is that no, just I don't think so. That's that song's from the 30s. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that I've ever heard it. Uh-huh. Yeah, San Francisco Bay Blues. It's an old, old, old. Uh, I'm impressed that you pulled that out of the hat and knew all the words and everything. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't have known if you did or well, not. This is some of the, uh, in fact, I think it was done by maybe one of the uh, Beale Street Jug Band, mm-hmm. early Jug Bands from the, 20s and 30s. Do you like any, uh, well, I, I guess because you've... Talking contemporary? Play, no, well, I was going to ask. I don't know what, see, it's relative what's contemporary. <laughs> because, like, for me, oldie country is like Hank Williams, uh, the original, George Jones, uh, Conway Twitty, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And then when I grew up, that was, my granddad used to, did you ever know my, how old are you? You don't mind me asking. Um, 69. So you're younger. You're younger than he was. My granddad was Poochie Peeler, Daryl Wayne Poochie Peeler. Okay. Uh, but he was a deputy for a while. Anyway, he used to listen to that kind of stuff. So specifically, George Jones. When I hear it, makes me think of him because he sang like George Jones. Oh yeah. He actually sounded like George Jones. But so my question was, <laughs> of that that kind of era. Wanted, I always wanted to sound like George Jones, but I ended up sounding like Jack Jones. If you know who that was. <laughs> I know. I don't know. But I, <laughs> I think you sound good as Lynn Jones. <laughs> well, yeah, who I sound the most like. Yeah, yeah. but anything <laughs> around there that you you sang or enjoyed or? Uh, yeah, I, I mean I played a bunch of bands that did all that. Yeah. stuff, you know. Uh, but I was always the harmonica guy. Mm-hmm. There was always somebody else singing it. You know, well, is your preference to sing blues or bluegrass or country? Like, if you had to pick, which one do you I, like? I, it's, I'm pretty open on that. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, so you like Leonard Skinner too, then? Sure, I like Skinner, all right. You know, like like I hadn't heard enough of that. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I've already asked him that. Kenny Kenny Rogers said Lynn needs to hum a few bars on Friday night at the cellar. Well, so Terry's at. Uh, I think they heard me, but Terry Bell's playing Friday, of course, oh, yeah, year round. But I'd like to have you showcase there too, maybe the next Friday. I'll explain the deal we have with Terry. You, okay. You'll probably like Terry's deal. Do you like? Do you like feed him and stuff? Uh, we'll discuss it. Let's just say that uh, we, you know you, we're not. Once you feed a musician, they won't. I go was away. gonna say we're not to the <laughs> level where we're like paying folks yet. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he was basically like, well, "Could we get a dinner and maybe a couple beers?" <laughs> I'm like, I think we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll never get rid of us, Sam. You know. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what else? What else? You want to do one more? Uh, oh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, 
I was going to ask you about the harmonica thing too, because you had to adjust it there. I always wondered: is it? Is it? I guess it's under tension where it doesn't. This is a unique one. Most of them are spring loaded, uh-huh. you know, but this one is a has a magnet that holds so, the harmonica. So, yeah, so I can switch out real quick. Oh. You can change them out. It's kind of a fancy. You have to wet your lips, I assume. Yeah. Oh, it's not good to. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to dry mouth. <laughs> it'll just it'll just rip the skin right off your lips. You don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a guy who uh, I, I, I like to write songs about uh, local colored people, like like characters uh-huh. and stuff. There was a guy who yeah. Was, you got to clarify that statement. <laughs> <laughs> there was a colorful guy, characters. Colorful characters. Yeah. Uh, I got one about a about a one a wino from Midtown. Then uh, one about a, uh, a car racing guy from a Riverside Speedway. I, I thought when you said a wino, you were going to talk about a oh, what is his name? <laughs> the guy we tried to get on Josh and he didn't show up. Uh, the town drunk guy. Oh, I forget. I forget who you're talking. I know you're talking. I, about I arrested him. Name. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I was talking about dancing Jimmy. Oh, so. okay. Then the race car guy, his name was Hooker Hood, and he's buried here in Covington. And he was he was like he was like an outlaw before Dale Earnhardt was ever around, uh-huh. you know. And he, and he and so he was a pretty fascinating guy. So I got a song about him. Then I got one about the about the Midtown Wino, and then uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some others. Travis, yeah, that's right. Kimbrough, that's right. We'll just say his first name. We'll protect protect his end and Travis, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was in the parking lot begging for money, and I was like, I don't have any cash on me, but if you come next Tuesday at 4 o'clock, I'll give you $10 if you're on my podcast. And he was like, next Tuesday? All right. And he didn't show he up. He didn't show? He forgot. I think he forgot. <laughs> well, he probably needed to put it in his little black book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't have it on his schedule. Yeah. Didn't let his secretary know. See, that's another thing you don't do. Put them in upside down. Oh, so I wouldn't be able to tell you different. Here, Jerry, let's say, uh, better down at Platinum Plus, but it wasn't that kind of deal. <laughs> I knew from the moment we met that our love was true and real. She was a woman of my dreams, and knew she felt the same with me. So I picked a place out on that road for the two of us to meet. Here I sit in Albert's cabin's third unit on the right. Dirty movies on the TV screen, water bed turned up on high. There's mirrors on the ceiling, it's a lover's fantasy. And it's gonna be like heaven when I get that girl with me. 
told her how to get there, and she said she knew the way. She told me she would hurry, we'd make love to the day. Well, she must have had an accident, a flat tire, and had no spare. She wouldn't let me down like this, I could tell she really cared. And here I sit in Albert's cabin, third unit on the right. Dirty movies on the TV screen, waterbed turned up on high. There's mirrors on the ceiling, it's a then I'm the only one I see. And I'm paying by the hour, Lord, where could that girl be? Here's a sad part. <laughs> Well, I drank the whiskey by myself and I started on the beer. When I heard a car pull up outside, I knew she must be here. Well, I peeked through the Venetian blinds and I took a look outside. She was in the arms of another man down to cabin number nine. And here I sit in Albert's cabin, third unit on the right. Dirty movies on the TV screen, waterbed turned up on high. There's mirrors on the ceiling, I'm the only one I see. And I'm paying by the hour, Lord, well, just to be alone with me. Just to be alone with me. Just to be alone with me. original one you did yeah i was gonna say because that's clearly very local i noticed you started with platinum plus yeah i'm hopefully hope i'm hopelessly local well i was gonna say that the platinum plus i think was old enough to be in that song yeah it was that's a long time ago yeah that was the hot spot i guess well no i mean it was the hot spot up to like it got shut down by the the feds i think because the mob involved yeah was like like late 80s or five no it was up until like oh three oh four i think it was open yeah i guess i didn't know but my point was i didn't know it was open in the 80s i didn't know it was open that far ago yeah Yeah. and then that's a very near and dear song to me uh you don't know this lynn but i think i was conceived in albert's cabin is that right right. (laughs) probably probably the room you're talking about i saw the plaque (laughs) (laughs) you you say that they'll they'll have like a king lawyer conceived here it'll be great (laughs) that's good you you said uh you call that a novelty song too is that what you call that yeah that's they all turn out to be novelty so i did one that started out serious uh, I think Terry's heard this one, Guitar Man from Hell. Uh-huh. You know, it started out serious, and then it just kind of, my head just turned around and just went kind of off, <laughs> you know, <laughs> completely off the rails. Well, Travis Robertson's <laughs> on here now. Oh, he is said, he? Get it, Mr. Lynn. Uh, Charles Wolf said, Lynn can also tell some good jokes. Uh, oh, and then uh, Angel said, I grew up at Riverside watching Hooker Hood and Sammy Swindle. Sammy Swindell, yeah, okay. All right. I'll do a little bit of it. Hot Friday night on the backside at Riverside, Bigfoot Riley had the lead. Three laps to go, and hot on his trail comes a black and yellow Oldsmobile machine. Play was packed tight, just the way that they liked it. They were hanging high out of the turn. And the old clipped his back tire in as he spun out. The driver then flipped him the bird. Ooh, 
here he comes. Ooh, there he goes. Ooh, here he comes. Ooh, it's Hooker. Ooh, it's Hooker. And it goes on. I need maybe I need to get you to do a kicking lawyer uh, theme song. I've been trying to get somebody to do. I try to get my boy to do it, but it's not really his style. I think, and uh, I need to get I need to get like well, a he could, jingle. I'm surprised he didn't do something in the, when he went to the studio that time. Nah, he wanted to do. So he's a. We we recorded an album. Do you know that he recorded? I knew we, that we you, took him and took you him. Went to Nashville. And did sure you, did. So Brian and I are music producers because you know you? we funded all that. <laughs> anyway, but they were doing him and his buddy. Matter of fact, his buddy Noah does bluegrass. Like that's what his. Oh yeah. He's in bluegrass group. Uh, but he did. They call it their sellout album because they did what they think is going to sell. Gonna sell. Instead of like oh, necessarily what they that's like. That's the Nashville way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Nashville. We'll see. We're, we're we're working through the last part of the production of that, and then, but uh, he, he, yeah, he he did some so of the songs. All, is it all down now? Or yeah. Well, they've got the audio engineer is finalizing. There's four more tracks to to finish to mix. mix or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but four of them are out. It's pretty good. Cool. I was gonna ask you when you did yours. Where did you go to record that at back then? Uh, that the, the Germantown song was done at uh, Sam Phillips. Really? Recording, yeah. And uh, Stan Kessler, who did, uh, uh, I think it was a uh, pretty well-renowned producer. Him and uh, Roland James were at the studio at the time, and Stan produced that. And then Roland produced some stuff for me later. But, uh, but yeah, that was kind of my home studio where I hung out. How So how was the scene, I mean, Bill Street, have you been to Bill Street lately? Not lately, no. Okay. Yeah, the vibe is different than it used to be. It was back in the early 90s and late 80s when we held court there. We were, I played there five nights a week, yeah. early evenings. And uh, and uh, it was kind of a, this one of the second magical times, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it was some really cool stuff going on. Some great bands would come through from out of town, you know. And you'd never There's still know. a couple of places there, I think, that have decent blues music. I, I enjoy sitting and listening to the blues. Like, yeah. I'd like to sit... Sip on some bourbon, yeah. just try to relax and listen to the blues. There are some good blues bands still playing there. Yeah, you know? most of the places down there though, you you probably just gonna get in a fight. So yeah, and it's a you know, or it's kind of a disco, or mm-hmm. you know, they have different things that they're capitalizing. Yeah, there's on. a there's a one or two that are a little country. There's a little blues. There's yeah. some there's but, some R and B. It's a good good the mix. Rum Boogie and and uh, the BBs, you can still find some blues in there. Yeah, and, uh, if you're looking. But uh, no, I hadn't been down there in a while. I used to go down for a you know basketball game, game every once in a while. Yeah, well, stop I, in have a beer. I'm glad that know. we have you here locally like this because we're really you know there's music on the square Saturday, which is a there's a band up here on the lawn, and then there's a band down at Liberty yeah, Vintage I've Market. Been, I've been it's free music. Up with that. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. It's good. Different different types of music, something for everybody. And then in Friday nights, we're trying to do live music at the cellar. We're even working on building maybe a, a stage out back. So in the mm-hmm. fall, it's a little cooler. Do some music. I just think that we have a lot of talent here. The Ruffin has oh, you music know, when stuff. I had the, when I had the, the coffee shop up there. Yeah. You know, no, I, I remember had, that. Yeah. I had, you know, I had music at least once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, then Danny bought the build, bought the place from me, and uh, started having it every week. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, it's hard to get. You just got to get acts. You know, it's hard to get people regularly regular yeah. in there. I'd bring some guys in from Nashville and Dallas. You know, mm-hmm. I had a band come through from Dallas one time and played for great. It's, it's fun to host those kind of things. Yeah. You know, it really is. 
you know, especially if you get some people to turn out. Well, I just appreciate it so, because I can't do it. Well, I, I, like honestly, so like when you come, when Terry comes, with Austin, any of these, uh, with Travis, if we get Travis in there, any of these people that we have come and perform, or when I watch y'all perform, I'm always very impressed with something that because it, to me, I think that you can improve at just about anything in life. Like almost anything, you can improve in. You know, if you want to be better at speaking, you can become a better public speaker. If you want to be better at martial arts, you can become better at martial arts. I might even be able to play the guitar a little bit, but some people just have a natural skill at some things. Well, if there wasn't people like you that were good at marketing, mm -hmm. you know, then there wouldn't be anybody to come see us. Well, <laughs> there, there, there's some truth to that, uh, but at the same time, like, I have a lot of respect for people with those kind of talents because, well, you know, like my son Austin, he sings really well and yeah, can does. play the guitar, does it all by ear. And uh, anyway, I have a lot of respect for, for, yeah, for you folks. Really That's why I keep on pumping y'all up. And, and like I said, I'm glad to hear you had this success uh, in the music career because uh, I feel like you're a hidden gem. It's mostly because nowadays you're not like, I guess, thrusting it out there to folks. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, I try to stay hidden these days. <laughs> I try to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to do that. we got to put you out there. Everybody needs to experience some Lynn Jones. Yeah. Well, well, I can still remember something. You know? Yeah. That's the thing. Well, let's do this. Why don't you give us one more? Um, let's do like a, if you know any contemporary, oh, of course something not. somebody else may know. Wait, I say contemporary. It could be like I was talking about the eighties, seventies, eighties country. Okay, or, okay, we could do. A, let me see. How about something a little funky. That'll work. Yeah. Josh likes funky. Does he like funky? <laughs> On the TikTok videos, Josh likes to dance to funky music. That's right. Always, yeah. always dancing <laughs> to the funky music. <laughs> Dude, that dance had funky music. And if you're yeah, see, I was going to ask you to show us the harmonicas because alphabetical order. they all look the same to me, but I suppose they're not. No, they're not. They're on. You said you got ten of them? There's different keys? or No, I got quite a few here. Hang on just a second. Get it up here where the camera can see it. Uh, We're going fishing for music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I keep a few jelly worms there in the bottom just for in case I get roped down by sardis. <laughs> a, B flat, C, D, F, G. So you keep them in order? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And uh, so I got this and then the backups down here. Well, they look like they're all the same brand. Is that, is that like they a, a special fancy brand? Owners, owners. There's a company out of Germany that makes them. What is that? And, this is a bullet mic for playing rock and roll through an amplifier. Oh, so you keep that there. You just, I guess, plug that in. Plug that it. in. I got a cord for that and a couple of amps that I use huh. for certain kinds of playing certain kinds of music. When I'm playing with the Larry Raspberry or somebody, you know, it's a rock and roll band. So with the horn section. Uh huh. So, so then you're honking, you know, and playing through the amp. You've heard the sound before. Obviously. Yeah. Not acoustic. What did I say I was going to do? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I know a cat named Way Out Willie 
came a rockin' Millie. Take to the stroll in Susie Q. Do the crazy hand job too. Papa, will you ruin my home? You and that hand job's got to go. Well, I told Papa, don't put me down. Doing that hand job all over town. Hand job. Hand job. Hand job. Doing that crazy hand job. Jones. You know what year that was released? Oh gosh, probably 1910. I don't know. 1974. I looked, really? I looked it up. 74. Did you really? <laughs> well, I enjoyed the concert, Lynn. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I did. I had fun. That if people fun. are trying to, if they were getting hold of you for music or for signs, where do they find you? Uh, how do they get a hold of you? They can pretty much call anybody in Covington. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you're on Facebook, but also like I guess you're you call you got a phone number they call. Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, nine zero one five nine eight zero five three three is my cell. Somebody and you'll go out of Covington too. I know you did our Somerville office, so uh, yeah, if needed. Well, I've been doing stuff all over Memphis. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm living in Bartlett actually. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, well, I mean, well, you're here all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm here. Well, I was driving a school bus. Uh huh. So I was here at the shop working, doing sign stuff, and then uh, then I run back to Bartlett in the evening. Oh, well, then but, you. But I had a. We did have a house out on Solo Road. We sold it. Uh -huh. 
a year and a half ago, two years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I hate that Bartlett's got you. No, we have you around here. It's kind of in between Bartlett and Raleigh. It was actually uh-huh. in the county, so yeah, we've gotten lucky there. <laughs> good. Was that going well though? There. Uh, you yeah. Like it all right. You know, it's handier to everything, and and uh, Jana, she doesn't have to commute. Mm-hmm. 75 miles a day so yeah that's always rough that's, that's my a, wife had the same thing she was working in memphis and we live here and right she's back at baptist tipton now largely because of the commute yeah Jana did that for years and uh and it just got to be too much yeah so giving her a break for a change so i'll do the driving for a while i got you well good <laughs> well i appreciate you coming in then i didn't realize it was a commute i thought you were just around the corner now uh, no no that's fine uh-huh. so you know, i need to come up anyway find out if they're the shop is still standing. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry and John, thanks for the invite. Yeah, no, Lynn, I appreciate having you, man. I really enjoyed it. I, I've, I've learned a lot about you and about harmonica. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I need to ask it, you about swords. Yeah, I, I can help you out. I can help you out with that. I didn't know if that was supposed to be intimidation or mm-hmm. what. But uh, it's just randomness. We have randomness that describes uh, me. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I, I hope uh, then maybe next week I can announce that we will have you at the cellar do some music because I think yeah, it would be, be a lot of fun. Sure. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, thanks, thanks, Lynn, for coming on. And I thank everybody that watched us today. I hope you've enjoyed Lynn. If you're coming in late, make sure you watch the playback because he did a lot of cool songs for us. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to us on all the content. Across platforms, we're on podcast platforms as well as all the social media. Uh, you can follow us on uh, TikTok also. Uh, the Covington Comic Con is returning to Covington August 20th and 21st. We are taking vendor applications. You can go to CovingtonComicCon.com. Um, that's going to be at the Covington Civic Center, so we're really excited about that. We want to thank Michelle Allen, longtime sponsor of the show. She's your local go-to realtor. If you're trying to buy, sell, rent, lease, real estate, anything like that, she'd be glad to help you help you out. And Mason's Hike Team Martial Arts, but opens is 93 here in Covington, and we're relocating again soon over to the Total Fitness Center that's going to be across from Walmart. But uh, holler at us if you want to learn some kicking and some punching. And uh, the cellar, I'll be there here in just a minute. we got trivia Tuesday nights at 6.30, so you've still got time to get over there to the cellar and uh, enjoy a nice trivia night. we got prizes and stuff like that. And uh, don't forget to hit up Josh Mason at Masonite Digital Marketing if you need help with your uh, brand. He will accelerate it. And we will be back Tuesday for, we're working, we're getting close to 100. We're yeah, coming this up was soon. 87. Next week will be number 88. So people will hear more info about what we got. Yeah, we're going to try to do a big 100. fancy um, fundraising 100th episode, raise money for some charities. Yeah, we got a Comic-Con to plan first, though. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll plan the Comic-Con. I'll do the, I'll do the F episode 100 in my gold Speedos. There you go. That'll make people turn it off. Yeah. I'm going to wear it until you pay money. How about that? <laughs> Uh, who's next week, Josh? Uh, Lisa Keith. Okay, cool. Yeah. Lisa Keith next yeah, week yeah. with uh, Liberty Vintage Marketplace. Right? Yeah, yes. That's right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for watching us. We'll see you next Tuesday. Keep kicking. Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice, or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.